0: and welcome to the Abiding Together podcast. Abiding Together is a place where you can find connection, rest, and encouragement on your journey with Jesus Christ. My name is Sister Miriam James Heitland, and every week I'm joined by two of my dearest friends, Michelle Bensinger and Heather Kim. This podcast is born out of our friendship of sharing all kinds of things together, our walk with Christ, our insights, our joys, sorrows, tears, and laughter, and you are most welcome on the journey with us. So grab a cup of coffee, settle in, and welcome home. And welcome to this week's episode of the Abiding Together podcast, the last episode, y'all. The last episode, episode number twenty-four of season seven. Running through the finish line. Can you believe that? We're running all the way through. We're not stopping a few feet before the finish line. We are running all the
1: way through. All right. Mm -hmm. So
0: yeah, and here we are. Can you guys we were just talking about that. We're like, what episode is this? We are on the last twenty four. This is it. Twenty
1: four. Just since January. We have Yeah, like you're I'm running through through the
2: finish line, but then I'm collapsing on that. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> you're like, so water. I'm feeding her. We're feeding her Starburst jelly beans at the end. We're like, seriously, something. I need some electrolytes
2: here, people. Like, come on, give me my banana. Give me my everything that you're supposed to get at the
0: end of a race. And so, um, yeah. So, yeah, in light of, in just kind of light of where we've been since January 20th was our first episode on the good soil. And we, gosh, we've gone, we've gone so many places. The world has gone so many places since January 20th. Mm-hmm. And here we are. So, we thought what we'd do is just spend some time just sharing with you some of our favorite memories of, and some of our favorite episodes of the season. And just maybe it'll also inspire you to either listen again or check out an episode you haven't um, checked out yet. We also want to talk about where we are with our word for the year. And we just want to offer you a final, just a parting word for the summer as we kind of face so much, you know, discord in the, in the world and what the, what's happening. We just want to just offer our hearts for you and what the Holy Spirit's doing there as well. So Michelle, what about you? When we talked about, I remember recording the good soil, our first episode of the year, and I was literally in Chicago and it was like 20 below zero in Chicago. And that the good soil and the baroness, which I I lobbied for the title being the baroness <laughs> winner, I, I didn't I didn't win. It ended up being the baroness. But what were some of the maybe in January February for you, Michelle? Before we started our Lenten book study, what were some of your favorite episodes or just kind of the thoughts that you had about that time? Yeah, if I knew then what I knew now.
2: Just kidding. But um, <laughs> the good soil, like if I knew that uh, the Lord uh, very often speaks to me, like how we've created things and things in ministry in terms of garden term. So there's just so much. Mm-hmm. And he's done that throughout scripture and throughout the writings of different saints and mystics and all this kind of stuff with a good soil. But just realizing now where we are in the state of the world, like, okay, like one of the questions that I keep on asking myself is like what seeds am I planting? And what seeds am I um, sowing, really? You know, and we're just like we were talking about like the discord and the disunity within the church. Just uh, social media is just a really hard one and then just Gosh, in the world yeah. you know and one of the questions i keep on asking myself am i sowing seeds of peace or am i sowing seeds of discord you know and really Allowing myself to keep on going back to you know what kind of seeds am I sowing and what kind of fruit am I producing and is there bad fruit and where do I need to be pruning and I think this is a conversation that we constantly have to be having Mm -hmm. with ourselves. So like these even first two episodes in January are two to really go back and visit abiding versus striving and the good soil because these are questions that are not a one time thing question. These are questions that have to be asked. Of our hearts and our souls continuously, you know, because that is the refining, purifying process of the Christian life. What about you, Heather?
1: Mm-hmm. And I would also say like, yeah, ask ourselves and also that we need to be willing to ask one another yes. those questions Amen. sometimes. Like sometimes a friend is, you know, just out of place a little bit, like they're not operating out of the fruits of the spirit and there might be something out of sync. And as a close friend to be able to go in love and humility and say, I love you friend, you know, but can can you help me understand what's going on here? Because this is what it looks like. And and to have a conversation about it in openness, we don't want to make assumptions about people, but this is part of just journeying with one another, to help one another grow in holiness and to not think that <laughs> we're always right, but to humbly come alongside of one another. I think that's, a, that's wonderful. I love the episode that we did um, from the Focus Conference oh, we're called Made that for Mission. Van, yeah. Yeah, we were in this little VW van, which was so cute and funny, but we couldn't hear a darn thing. Like the whole, it was so loud because there was so many people in this huge hall. Um, But yeah, that, that particular conversation I thought was just jam packed. Like I personally learned a lot from that conversation and it was a lot about personal holiness. And that's something that I just keep coming back to over and over and over again with all, everything that's been so tumultuous going on in our world, I keep coming back to you, what can I do? You know, like I can't change some of these things like right now in the snap of a finger, but I can allow the Holy Spirit to change me. I can allow the Holy Spirit to refine me. And there are parts in me that are, like you said, causing discord or participating in in certain things that are not okay. And, you know, I was was about to have a meeting with someone (laughs) uh, and it was going to be a very hard conversation and there was a lot of relational disruption And a lot of division that was going on. And I was like, okay, the enemy is fully at work here. But also we are as as human beings, like we, uh, you know, I've added to the discord or whatever by my assumptions and my judgments. And so anyway, I was praying in the shower as I do. And I was like, oh, Holy Spirit, you know, just bring peace to this situation. And I just felt as I was praying like that, like for God to come into the conversation that I was about to have, I just felt this gentle voice of the Spirit say, Heather, why don't you ask that I come into you? that I bring Ooh. peace into you, that you be the conduit of that peace, that it doesn't just come into the situation per se, but that you open wide your your heart um, to have peace and that it come from you, that when you speak, it's my peace, that when you act, it's my peace. When you don't speak, when you don't get defensive, that it's my peace working in you. And I was like, okay, that's next level. You know, like I was being convicted, you know, mm. and I wanted to, you know, also start singing let there be peace on earth and let it begin with me Um, because, (laughs) you know, sometimes those things, yeah, which I did in the shower, no, um, which those things can sound, you know, trite sometimes, but it's true. It's so, so true. If I'm not willing to let it begin with me, you know, then I have no right to go telling other people what to do or judging people on platforms or Mm -hmm. ranting about whatever, like, I need to let it begin with me in the, in the smallest situations. Like that's the mother Teresa quote, you know, you want to change the world, go home and love your family. Like it's so, so true. You begin with what's right around you and you move from there. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Gosh, yeah, you know, both of you. That's such great. That's such great stuff. And isn't that so true? And uh, so often we want to clean up everybody else's side of the street. <laughs> Amen. And uh, man, we have to. The only the only side of the street we can clean up is our own. That's it. You know. And and that, that's something that we we would do well to continue just to ponder in our own hearts and our own souls. And I, I, yeah, it was so much fun to be with y'all at the SLS conference. That was a lot of fun. We had, I mean, mm-hmm. us with our 10,000 of our closest friends. And,
1: um, <laughs> I, <laughs> think you miss about COVID times.
0: <laughs> I know. We're like, remember when we used to gather together before we didn't do that anymore. that's what we do now. We don't do that anymore. But, um, yeah. I also really like the episode on gathering people, which I know is really close. And for each of you, I mean, for myself as well, but you guys just set a good table on it. And if people haven't seen it yet, Heather, can we just give a shout out to your salmon Wellington video that you made? <laughs> it is so stinking cute. And like, I wanted to come over right then and there. And you set the table. You were just, it was like, you should get your own show on the cooking channel. And I mean, then Michelle's (laughs) like, you should have Judah do one with you. That would bring the house down. Can we just talk about that? Like you're talking about gathering people and then when we had the Father Josh Johnson on, who's one of our personal, all of our personal favorites, one of him. I mean, he just talked about the power of the Holy Hour. And that's something as well that this mm, summer that, that we can take awesome. in as churches do begin to open. And maybe we do have just a different time schedule um, just to be able to really take advantage of that, to go sit with the Lord Uh, When we can, and just Mm -hmm. to to ask for his grace and to ask for that the transformation to begin with, with each one of us, Um, and then we dove into our Lenten book study, which was epic. I think we can agree with that.
1: Awesome, yeah. Michelle, what was another episode that stood out to you?
0: Yeah, like I said,
2: I loved. uh, (laughs) Yeah, seek was a blast. I have to just give a shout out to all the college kids. Like your zeal and your just your Mm -hmm. heart was beautiful, and um, we just loved being with you. And I just like. I was having this conversation with a friend of mine that both of us disciple a lot of college kids in twenty somethings. And we really feel like that your generation is a generation that is gonna bring the church into some fullness and that you all are gonna Amen. do some amazing things and that you all are actually gonna be the ones that can live in this tension that we are mm-hmm. in, where it's not an either or church, but it's a both and and bring us into the fullness of the church. You know, where we're very rooted in scripture and tradition, but we are a church of Justice and charity and peace and love and all of the good things. And I just think that you all are going to really probably be the generation to do it. And I'm um, putting that on you because my kids are going to come right after you. So y'all just open those doors and do all that. And um, I love the gathering people one, like you said. And because uh, like, that's just such a thing in my heart. I love to gather people. I love to set a table. Heather can cook, I'll just set the table. But oh, yeah, uh, she can. <laughs> you know, but like sister said, the power of the. Holy hour is a really important thing. I think if there's one grace, um, yes, it's the power of the Eucharist and the sacraments are very beautiful in my spiritual life. But one of the things that I hold fast to is my holy hours. It was one of the hardest things when COVID started that I did not have my holy hours. And then I was able to get mine back earlier than um, anticipated when COVID happened and just that time with the Lord, you know, mm-hmm. where it is, we talk about it earlier in our episode with, um, in the school, of the Holy spirit. But if you want to be able to hear, um, the shepherd's voice, if you want to be able to hear the bridegroom's voice, get in his gaze, you know, Amen. get in his eyesight mm-hmm. be able to look at him, have him look at you. And it is a place to quiet your heart and quiet your mm-hmm. mind. And it is just a place for his love to be, um, illuminated you know in your life and um I love it because it's a place that's quiet and my cell phone is off and nobody can get to me <laughs> so is in mm-hmm. holy hour and nobody can find me you know uh, mm-hmm. for those seasons so yeah those are my couple things and return of the prodigal son was just epic in itself you know mm-hmm. yeah. Heather what mm-hmm. about you
1: yeah what you're saying about a holy hour like it's You can't replace like what it is to be in the physical presence of Jesus, you know, in the blessed sacrament. And I would also say like for me, I still haven't been able to go to Mass. I'm living with people who are, you know, uh, high risk. And so... I haven't received the Eucharist in a long time, and Mm -hmm. we haven't had holy hours, and my heart aches for that. And if you aren't able to go, like, that doesn't mean that you can't deeply connect with the Lord and sit in His gaze. Amen. No, it doesn't replace physically being in His presence, but God is kind, and He wants to meet us exactly where we are. So I would just encourage you, if you're in that place, to just create a prayer space in your home. It can be very, very simple. It can be in a corner somewhere, just a little wall where you put a chair, like, any Anywhere that you create a sacred space to commune with the Lord. It's really, really important. Um, I loved our episode with Bishop Barron. obviously. Like that was a tremendous gift to have him on. But that conversation with him was wonderful. I mean, for to just listen to him and sit at his feet to talk about beauty. And, and he's so human, he so real. Um, so if you haven't listened to that one yet, I'd recommend oh, yeah. it.
2: Mm-hmm. He was so personable and so funny. And just like, I loved what he... Uh, got like little heated up about was funny like you know
0: he was yeah. he was just really great sister what were you yeah. gonna say I cut you off oh no I was just gonna say you yeah, got that too and I think um yeah it's just when we looked at this last season we've had so many beautiful guests on and just a lot of rich things and I you know when we look about like even would we like to Lent in the book study that we did and when we prayed the stations of the cross with people and it's like one of the things I keep thinking of is how many people mm-hmm. on our our Facebook page said, you know, I read Henry Nowen's book years ago, and I haven't picked it up since, and it was so beautiful to revisit it. You know, it was so beautiful to go back mm-hmm. and see now where I am and what the Lord is saying about the younger son, the older son, the father, and like what the Lord. And that's that's the beauty of a timeless, you know, a timeless work is that you can pick it up at any time and you can read it again and see it with new eyes. And so, like that's the beauty of, of revisiting things like that, whether it's Father Jacques Philippe or you know whatever that is for us, you know mm-hmm. that that the continual growth of our hearts. And um, I was just happened to be praying with somebody recently, and they and it was a video prayer call, and it was very beautiful because they. Just so happened to be sitting right in front of Rembrandt's painting of the Prodigal Son, Aww. and I don't think they even meant to. Aww. But I said, "Can I just point this out to you? Like, this is exactly what's happening in our prayer right now." I said, "I just want to point out what the what the Lord's doing for you." And it just was such a beautiful reminder of of His so such tender wow. love for us, you know. Mm.
2: Mm. And I think that book the. Uh, Return of the Prodigal Son, is just that constant reminder of the Father's pursuit for all of us, that He is constantly pursuing us. Whether we feel like we're in the Father's embrace already, then He's squeezing us even closer. Or if we feel like we're far off, Mm -hmm. He sees us in the distance. So wherever we are on the spectrum, He is just pursuing us, and He is coming after us. And He wants us to be in an even deeper relationship with us, and that He is always continually inviting us to a deeper relationship with him, and um, and I loved our time with uh, Matt Mar. Like he is, oh whole, gosh, yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. And I love. Um, For someone that's known Matt for a long time, you know. And I have to say something, people ask us a lot about guests for our podcast. And we really feel like the Holy Spirit has ordained this podcast to be a fruit of the of our relationship and what we're learning personally in our spiritual life and how the three of us come together. And like it's an overflow of what the Lord is, you know, teaching us to teach you. We want to give you a fork and a knife and to help you. We want to journey alongside you for you to grow, you know, Mm -hmm. and for us to grow. We want to show you from our, um, Mm -hmm. you know, things that we've learned a lot of times things that we've made mistakes and growing and learning and just the way we've heard Mm -hmm. things. But the majority of the time when we have guests, uh, we don't feel like this podcast is one where we have a lot of interviews. So, um, we do have interviews, but the people that we do is because they speak to a theme that we really want to illuminate for you all in your growth, or we have done life with these people, you know? And so like, um, the majority of all the priests, probably with the exception of Bishop Barron, we do life with, you know, um, we have relationship with our families, you know, all those kind of, they're good, dear brothers to us and um, are been really good spiritual fathers to us. And with Matt also, like we've been in relationship with mm-hmm. him for many, many years and watched his growth and watched his journey and watched his just ability to worship grow and watch him live this unity and this tension, mm-hmm. you know, of what does it means to be, um, The church being in unity with our Protestant brothers and sisters. And so the way and the power Mm -hmm. and just the humbleness that he spoke of, and just really the reverence he spoke of of the Eucharist, and just that ache. You know, we had some really good conversations before and after with him in our recording, and it just, Oh, it like it totally reverberated my heart. Like this is the ache of the father that we are all one, you know, and as a parent, like you want all your children to get along and you want them to love each other and be for one another. And it says us, you know, it tells us in Psalms how beautiful it is when brothers dwell in unity, you know? So the father's heart is breaking when there's so much disunity, whether it be, you know, Right now, it feels like the country and the world is so divided, or would it be across races or denominations or whatever. His heart is for unity, and His heart is for peace. And um, I really just feel like we need to lean on the Father's chest and hear His heartbeat for that and get in rhythm and alignment to bring that peace and bring that unity to Mm -hmm. the church. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was just listening to a homily by Father Rob Galea. Is that how you pronounce his oh, name? Oh, yes. Uh-huh. I think so. Yeah, yesterday. Um, and he was, it was the Trinity Sunday. And he was just saying, you know, like the Trinity is unity. They love perfectly, mm. perfectly giving and generosity and love. And this is what we're made to image. Like is this unity everywhere in every circumstance? And I think it's really, really important because... It's racially, it's politically, it's, you know, interdenominationally, it's within our families, like this touches every person in every part, no matter what your circumstances. And, you know, if we truly are to image the Trinity, then unity is at the forefront, you know, love and unity is at the forefront. Mm-hmm. Sister, and
0: one thing that I was really particularly edified by uh, Matt Marr was just, you could tell the depth of how, how much he thought and prayed about these things, mm-hmm. you know? And I think the last mm-hmm. time I saw him in person, he was at a conference at a concert and people were like screaming his name. And he actually stopped. He was like, just please, can we just not do that? <laughs> he was like, this is just stop. Like, this is about the Lord and mm-hmm. I want him to be glorified. Like, this is not about me. He's like, so please like appreciate it. But like, please don't do that. You know? And I just, listening to his the richness of him tell his story. And, and you can tell this is a man who has prayed and has pondered and has read and has reflected very, very deeply about these things. And it was just so edifying. It was just so edifying to hear somebody share from the reservoir of their intimacy with God and where they've been and their journey. I, I was so edified by it. Like I just, you know, it was really very uplifting and it just made me like, man, you know, it just makes you want to dive deeper into those areas yourself, you know?
1: Yeah, definitely. I also loved our conversation with Father Justin. He's been on twice now, a good friend of ours. Um, he's an exorcist. And the thing that I love is that he doesn't tell stories that like glorify the enemy mm-hmm. or, you know, in any way or like the the flash and bang in the in the pan. Like he, he speaks about God's sovereignty um, so articulately. And so if you haven't listened to that episode or, and in particular, the, the first one that we did with him, like, those are wonderful. Very meaty. Like he, it's a deep dive for sure. Um, But yeah, I would, I would recommend that you go back and listen to those. And also like someone said to me in an email, they were like, Hey, could you have more female guests on? Like, it just seems like you guys just have priests and other guys and they're great, you know, whatever. And I was like, Oh, we have had a lot of guys on this season, but in the past, actually we have about equal number of female guests as well. And they've just been at different times and it just happens to be, we don't plan it out that way. I've actually never thought about it that way, but it just is where the spirit is leading at that time. But yeah, if you want to hear from other female guests that we've had, just go back into the seasons over the summer, that's, we're taking a break. So there's a, lot of episodes you know this is seven seasons worth of um just wonderful content and and great conversations i think Mm -hmm.
0: and speaking of ladies i i love that we did an episode about our mamas you know and things that we've learned about our moms and um just like that's such a great, uh, just that great thing to revisit the continual gratitude of, if you know, receiving and learning and, and learning how to love well. And then we uh, we dove into mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit, you know, of the divine mercy and then the Holy Spirit and the fruits of the Holy Spirit. And then Father Jacques Philippe's book, which we obviously recently finished and we're going to take on our summer school
1: course. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Of in the yes. school of the Holy Spirit, and I think I really do think, and maybe this is you know kind of a time we can talk about that, is that that school of the Holy Spirit is for a time such as this, you know, for a time such mm-hmm. as this. And mm-hmm. I was re- I was um, mentioning on one of our earlier podcasts about I was you know just this morning praying for for us and for the world and just you know asking the Holy Spirit to come and give me the grace you know the grace. And I I really another thing that I was asking for, and I just I would say this is really. Um, my heart for all of us and for our listeners as we kind of go into this summer and just is very, so many things are happening and we don't know what's going to happen. And just that we must, we must stay close to Christ and we must choose. We must choose love. Like we must choose courage. We must choose what is good, true, and beautiful. We have to. And I was asking the Lord in a brand new way today, Jesus, give me your heart. Give me your heart so I can love you so, I can love myself and I can love other people the way you love them. I cannot do it on my own. I cannot do it. So, please, I must, please tr- give me a heart transplant <laughs> so I can learn how to love well and I can see people the way you see them and see you and see myself. And so, I think that's a continued journey, my dear friends. You know, and I, it really is. I think social media right now is a dumpster fire. And I was joking with Heather and Michelle that somebody on Twitter put a meme of um, Santa Claus and they said, Ain't nobody getting nothing this year. Like, that was the meme. And I was like, <laughs> And it is so easy, friends. It is so easy to make a comment and just go off. And I, we must be very, very careful about that very careful. And mm-hmm. it would very, it would serve us all very well that you not only discern that one, two, three times before you post that, because it's sometimes the smallest comment that is just not helpful. Is this, you know, I'm asking like, like you both were saying at the beginning of the episode, you know, am I cultivating good seeds? And sometimes, you know, saying hard mm-hmm. things is not easy that not saying not to say anything, but please let's, let's, I think we should all be very, 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 very attentive to what is coming out of mm-hmm. our mouths, what's in our hearts, you know, from the fullness of the heart, the mouth speaks. And to ask ourselves, is this really helpful? is this really going to be helpful? And then ask the, you know, to ask the Lord for like, Lord, give me your heart so I can see and love the way you love. So I'm taking that very seriously myself and asking the Lord to um, you know, illumine the ways in me where I'm an unwitting tool of the enemy out of my own self-centeredness or my own self-righteousness or my own, like, I don't want to be an unwitting tool of the enemy. I want to be a tool of the Lord. And, and I don't mean that in a, like a useful purpose, but I mean, like, I want to be an instrument for goodness, truth, and beauty, and to be able to stand firm in who Christ is and who he is in me and in the, in the world as well. So mm-hmm. I think that for me would be my little fervorino for uh, all of our listeners this summer and and something that I'm first and foremost taking to heart myself and walking in that school Mm
1: as well. Well said. said.
2: And we had done a podcast episode in season the um, season before this past fall, last fall about social media and the power of words. Mm -hmm. And I would really Mm -hmm. go back to that previous season before this one and listen to that because, you know, Heather was saying, you know, like she was singing in the shower, let there be peace on earth, you know, and for another like cliche Christian song we sing at mass is, you know, but it's not a cliche, you know, they know we are Christians by our love, you know? And right now it looks like we know we're Christians by our division, you know, because we are meant to unite what is divided and we are meant to be peacemakers. You know, it said, blessed are the peacemakers because they are the children of God, you know, but we have to have peace within ourselves to bring peace to others. So that takes a lot of interior work. That takes a lot of, you know, and if we can't even, like scripture tells us, we have to master our own tongues, you know. And so Mm -hmm. when we see something and it strikes a nerve on us, especially in social media, that may this be an invitation to pray for that person before we comment on that person. May we learn the grace of a holy pause to say, Lord, do not let Mm. me react, but help me respond. And this is where we need like, Holy Spirit, come, be my advocate, be my counselor, and be my teacher you know, and I think in these times, like there is a call, the Lord is really stirring us. And I was telling the girls, I went to go visit one of them, you know, just a special person in our life. She's like become like a surrogate black grandmother to all of us. But I mean, she's just a simple prayerful powerhouse woman, you know, prayer warrior. And um, we were just talking about everything that's going on. And she's like, uh, she's like, oh, sweet girl, you know, like, this is just, you know, God is a God of justice, but it's not something that, that He does. It is who He is. And when the kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of mm-hmm. light converge, there's a lot of shaking, you know, and there is a lot of topsy-turvy. But this is also for the kingdom of God is at hand, and we have this beautiful opportunity to link arms with the Holy Spirit, to bring peace, but to bring love, you know, and really, Go back to 1 Corinthians. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is, you know, so if we do speak the truth, don't, uh, let us not, I'm preaching to myself, cut off, speak the truth in love. We like to say, but I'm speaking truth, but we we forget the last part in love, you know, and really let us pray, you know, I mean, let us be on our face and pray, you know, for our own selves and then for the others and then mm-hmm. for the world. Go ahead, Heather.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and not just talk about praying and not just talk about getting on our face, but actually do do it. it. The disposition of humility and reverence and openness, like people have stories. The people that we respond to in our lives or on social media, they have stories. Even if it's coming out in, in brokenness and woundedness, like they have a story. And the question really is, is Lord, like how do you want me to respond? Like really, like knowing that everyone has a story, how can I be a peacemaker but also one that brings restoration you know that the restoration that you are working in my own heart overflows into the other relationships that i have and and i think for some people you know you need to we need to ask ourselves like even though i might be right with what i might say right now maybe the greater discipline is for mm-hmm. me to be quiet and to listen, you know, maybe that's what needs to be cultivated. It's not saying more, it's listening more. And and I think these are all wonderful questions that we actually need to ask ourselves. To, and I hope friends, like, don't just listen to this podcast and be like, oh, that was good, you know, but... But prayerfully, just sit before the Lord. Like, I love how Father Josh has this thing where with a lot of things, he's like, let's do Alexio Divina about this. What stood out? Like, what is the Lord speaking? And sit with that and take time with it. That's the cultivating of the fruit is that we need time with the truth that the Holy Spirit is is speaking. And I'm not saying everything we say is like, you know, the Holy Spirit speaking to you. But but at the same time, God uses all kinds of means to speak things to our hearts that we need to hear. So So to think about that, yeah.
0: And it's our, just our hearts for you, uh, dear listeners, as the summer um, unfolds, that you be just richly blessed, you know? And we, we're we going to move into our one thing here, but it's just been one uh, yet another just delightful season to spend with you. Hold it. We can't do and, and our so, one
2: thing yet. Oh,
0: no, we can't. We're not going to. <laughs> <laughs> well.
2: I want to hear... How, the, let's see, listeners, you get bonuses. I want to hear how you're doing with your <laughs> word of the year. Oh, dude, I forgot about that. Yeah. I'm here for you. I'm here for you. Uh, you guys, this is like the only time that I actually remember the schedule and not them. Uh, <laughs> oh, Points. It's, oh, it's impressive. Gold star for me. Stan is bringing me mm-hmm. something. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, sister, I'm going to host the show now. Sister,
0: how are you doing with your word of the year? Well, my, my word for the year, and if you didn't hear that episode, that episode was actually on December 30th. So it's the season before, but it's the word for this year. So if you're like, "What are you guys talking about?" December thirtieth, we talked about our word for the 2020 year. So you can go back and listen to that if you want. Uh, my word for the year is "listen," and girl, I'm listening. You listen, and I think about it. I think about it a lot, and I was just thinking about it this morning about like you know that's my word for the year, and how how fitting, like how fitting since you know the world really shut down and so many things, you know, I think we, all of us have a top 10 list of things we just, we wish wouldn't happen to our life. And they all happen at the same time. You're like, okay, well, here we go. Mm -hmm. You know, not only are they happening, they're happening at the same time. And so the Lord, was like, listen to what I'm saying. And so, yeah. And like we talked about listening is related to obedience. So I'm like, okay, am I surrendering to what, the Lord is doing now. And I, like, I don't want to miss a thing. So yes, that is a word that I go back to all the time. And it is very fitting. I, it is so fitting for a time such as this. So listen, and I'm, I'm listening, and I'm just praying to listen ever more deeply.
1: Mm. You know, so so good. what about you, Miss Heather? Yeah, so my word is littleness and... um I got my little bracelet from Pink Salt Riot with littleness on it that I wear all the time. It's just a little a little uh, reminder to me. And yeah, definitely I've been living into that and pondering it and um, trying to act in it, you know, of just dependence on God and that balance between not diminishing what God is doing in my heart or His calling for me and falling into, you know, just pity or, or being too reserved, but also being so dependent on Him and not... Being willing to move forward um, throughout my day or with other things without knowing that I'm I am in step with Him and yeah just just knowing that I really can't do anything great <laughs> without Him nor do I want to try um, so I'm continually learning those lessons over and over again but also the littleness is coming out and feeling overwhelmed you know by all of these things of the world these are too too big for me too great for me. Um, but i've been pondering again like that scripture of shadrach meshach mm-hmm. and abednego just in the fire and and being in a situation that's overwhelming and and there's another person in the fire with them and uh just finding so much comfort in that that the lord is with me and he is for me and i need to cling to him in all the places that i feel small and i don't get it right and where i feel weak and um and yeah, that he is there. He's there to be depended on and he, he isn't concerned, um, you know, about the things that I'm concerned with as far as that they can't be taken care of. He knows exactly what to do and he is strong enough and his arms are big enough to carry me through it. So, yeah, the word of the year has been so applicable and and something that I have held very close to my heart in this time. Miss Amen. Michelle, come on, bless us with your word, which is just so good. <laughs> my... <laughs> The word we all wish we had. Michelle, well, you know, go ahead. I'm just
2: saying, but just kidding. Um, romance. And it has been just a beautiful journey. Like it has been a beautiful journey. It's been kind of a painful journey because it's brought up areas that um, where I have kept the Lord out or are areas that I build up walls of self-protection are the ways that um, just areas that... Um, and the, some of those areas of self-protection were to help me get through seasons of my life and to survive. And I needed those, but it's time for those walls to come down and for allow for me to allow the, the Lord to love me fully and completely and to be receptive to that longing and that ache. And um, I just can't say enough about the beautiful writings of the church doctors like St. John Christentum. And I have this quote and it says, longing in itself is a prayer of deep intimacy and intensity. Longing for God is a love too deep for words and just allowing myself to long for the Lord in different ways and really to experience him as a bridegroom and really to allow his intimacy to um, penetrate all of those areas of my heart. And we say like, okay, yeah, I'm going to live in Genesis. I want to be in the garden. I want to live, you know, naked and unashamed. It is uncomfortable. Like I have squirmed more this year than I have almost any other year. Like it is uncomfortable. And you're like... It's, it's too much. Too much. Give it's me my much. darn fig leaf. Bring that baby back, you know? Like come on.
1: <laughs> I need a weighted I need so a weighted exactly. blanket right now. I need to feel So true. <laughs> you know,
2: and it is, but it's like gosh, I forgot that you know when he speaks to us in the Song of Songs, let me kiss kiss you with the kisses of my mouth. Gosh, man, we serve a passionate God. You know, he is the best romance of our soul and he is so good and kind and he is just yeah, he is um just showing me his beauty and his longing and I am just forever grateful, you know, and so that he considers me to be a lover. There we go. And so, Oh yeah, he does.
1: Well, oh yeah. That's he does. awesome. Well, I would love to close just this part before our one thing with mm-hmm. a prayer, the peace prayer, prayer of St. Mm-hmm. Francis. Um, it is hung on the wall in my bathroom for many years and I pray it, uh, constantly because, um, I just think it's something (laughs) that is so applicable for now and always. So I just wanted us to pray that together in unity. And dear friends listening, I hope you'll join us right now. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light where there is sadness, joy. O Divine Master, grant that I I may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. 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 In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.
0: Well, um we move on to our final one. things for the season. Um, I, I just want to say uh, my one thing for, for season seven is really all of you, our dear listeners, and it's just been such a joy to journey with you again. And I want to especially thank you for all of our benefactors. Y'all are just so generous and we just couldn't do what we do without you. So thank you for all of you who are able and just willing to help support us on Patreon and just all, all of your kind prayer requests and are your, you know, your, your intentions and just your just deep, beautiful affirmations, the emails that you send us it's just such a beautiful place. And we're we're just all very humbled by that. So, I just want to say a profound thank you to every single one of our listeners and to our generous, generous benefactors. You are certainly my one thing for the season seven, and I will just continue to offer all, all of you in prayer this summer. So, that for me, Heather Kim, is my one thing. What about you, my dear? Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, my one thing was also our our Patreon supporters. I'm so incredibly grateful for your generosity and we're humbled by it. You know, like we've been able to hire people to support us so that we can continue doing what we're doing. Like as the podcast grows and our audience grows and our platform grows, we want to be able to steward it well. And we want to be able to do the best that we can and offer the best that we can at this season of, of our lives. And and to do that, we've needed a lot of support. So I'm also grateful for all the people who are so supporting us with their time and talents, you know, um, for Christina, who edits our podcast, who so generously does that for us and and Kate and Katie and Emily and Anna, who's on a break right now, but just everyone who has been pouring into the podcast and um, for Chris and your kids, Michelle, and for Jake, my husband and our kids, like who make time for us to be able to do this and work on these projects and pursue the Lord. Um, I'm just so grateful for all the support that, that we receive, and people have been so generous and kind in really linking arms with us in this mission and what God has entrusted to us. So thank you very much, Michelle. Want and too. mine
2: was too, I was going to say, our endless staff that helps us, like they partner. It takes a village, people. It takes a village. And um, there's a lot mm-hmm. of intricate work. And to our private Facebook group, you all have been, um, where we were saying a lot of social media has been kind of like a dumpster fire. You all have been a refuge. You've actually been so gracious and kind and displayed such beautiful fruits of the Spirit. And I thank you for that. And you've kept the conversation mm-hmm. about the podcast and areas of spiritual growth. And you haven't gotten into the weeds. We have not gotten into the weeds of the conversation. So um, thank you so much. And we can't wait to be back to journey with you all again.
1: hmm Yeah, over the, over the summer, we're going to be taking some time uh, to rest, but also to discern what we're going to talk about and where we're going to go for the next season. We already have ideas brewing. Michelle has some things percolating already. She always um, does that we believe the Holy Spirit is inspiring. So we're excited about where this is going to go next season. So hang tight over the summer, look back into old episodes, engage with friends, start a small group over a book study or a series that we've done in previous episodes. You can find all of that on our website, Mm abidingtogetherpodcast.com.
0: And do, have we chosen a, a date, our launch date for season eight in September? Do we know that? September 14th. September 14th. That's wonderful. And yeah, friends, remember to stay in the school of the Holy Spirit this summer too. Like, let's just stay in the school of the Holy Spirit and just see how he leads us. See how he leads us. Mm-hmm. Um, any final last words, ladies? Final last words of season seven, Michelle? You got anything? No, I don't. I wish I did.
1: <laughs> She's talked out. We've done Mm back-to-back episodes. (laughs) I would also like to say that if everybody wants to stay connected with us, like on some regular stuff, we are going to be offering special content for our Patreons. If you want to donate on Patreon, you can get extra content over the summer. Um, But also our Facebook group, you're welcome to join that. Michelle mentioned our private Facebook group. It's not private as in you're not allowed. You're all welcome. So just hit us up over there and we'd love to continue the conversations. Mm -hmm.
0: That we would. So God bless you, dear listeners. God bless your summer. And just, I wish we all wish you just such deep peace and rest and encouragement and refreshment. And, uh, yeah, until, until then, until then, dear friends, we will be abiding together. God bless you. Have a wonderful summer. If our podcast has blessed you, would you please consider financially supporting Abiding Together via Patreon? Patreon is a website where people can make donations to help keep the podcast going. And now that we at Abiding Together have an independent platform, we have a number of costs that go into creating the podcast and the high quality content we offer, such as our website, design, tech support, staff, and other elements. Having an independent platform also allows us to explore and create new content for all of our listeners to enjoy. So thank you so much to all of you who are already donors. When you donate through our page on Patreon, you are able to donate any amount, $1 a month, $5 a month, $500 a month, or just a one-time offering. Abiding Together is a registered 501c3 nonprofit organization and donations are tax deductible. So would you please prayerfully consider giving to Abiding Together? If you donate $15 or more per month, you become a tribe member and you will receive a short individual video from Michelle, Heather and I each month about a variety of topics. You can see all of the information on our Patreon page, which is patreon.com forward slash abiding together podcast. So consider becoming a supporting member today and help us further the work of the Holy Spirit moving in and through this community. Together, we can do amazing things. We are so grateful for your support and may God bless you. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you liked it, would you please share it with a friend? Could you also leave us a rating and a review on iTunes? That helps us get the message out to as many people as possible. All the show notes are in your podcast app, but if you'd like them emailed to you, you can go to our website at abidingtogetherpodcast.com and subscribe. On our website, you will also find all of our past episodes and information about various episodes. You can also join our private Facebook group and get it on the discussion and all the beautiful things that are happening there. We are so glad that you are on the journey with us. And until next week, we'll be abiding together. God bless you.